Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's get into some of these props. And I don't think I'll probably be betting on most of these. I don't feel super strong in my knowledge of Usher. Like, I know his songs, but I just can't find a super sharp handicap, which, you know, let's take it with a grain of salt. These are halftime props. Nobody is, you know, really going into the weeds too much with these. But let's start off with the opening performance. What will be the first song performed by Usher on the halftime show? So we've got the favorite as My Way, which is Even Money. OMG plus 145. Yeah, plus 350, which I personally think is going to be the last song because that's the biggest banger of them all. Yeah. Uh, DJ God has fallen in love. Love in this club. Burn. Good, good, which I don't even know which one that is. Jenks, do you have a call here? I don't think it's going to be yeah at all. Like, you got to save that bad boy. And it started off yeah. as, I think, the favorite. And I was like, you're going to start with that? No, that's the one that you either end with or midway through. You come out. Little John starts doing this thing. So, hmm, I think, oh, my God. I think that's where I'd go. Or, uh, let me think. Loving this club? Nah. I'm not going to do my boo or boyfriend. I think it's going to be, oh, my God, that's what I'm going with, plus 145. I mean, it. that's where the money's coming in, right? Since it opened at 8 to 1. Yeah, yeah that's the one. The money. The money. Yes, this is the sharp yeah. play across the board. Um, I was just thinking about this because I thought he would end with, yeah, because it's a banger. But what if mm-hmm. he ended with, like, the the slower song? Because – the DJ, or excuse me, Love in This Club, doesn't that feel kind of like a last song? You know, when they're closing it out with yeah. something like sentimental? That seems like a good last oh, song, too. True. Now I'm in a mental oh, pretzel. True. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at now, and I was like, oh, they got to have Alicia Keys show up. And, of course, she's massive favorite to show up. You know little John's going to be there. Minus 300. Ooh. My my boo will definitely be played. Don't you want to see Alicia Keys show up? Don't you want to see Lil John show up? That's the one thing I will say about Usher is that there's a lot of different people he's worked with that could end up being a part of this show. And you have to believe there's going to be someone that we don't expect outside of the favorites that kind of surprises us. I don't know who's that going to be. Maybe it could be Janet. That would be incredible. I don't know if it would be allowed or what the stipulation would be there, but I'm excited. Yeah, I do think that we're going to have a guest star because last uh, year we did not. Do you think there's a chance we get more than one of these? I would like to see the house rules. And, you know, some of these bets, if you can place more than one of them, 
because like you said, he has collaborated with so many other artists that I would not be shocked if we saw Lil Jon and Justin Bieber and Alicia Keys, even though if Alicia Keys was on the show, wouldn't she like steal the show by playing the piano? Do you remember that moment at, I think it was the Grammys, where she played two mm-hmm. pianos, one with each hand, and Usher would be like, come on, this is my <laughs> show. Because she is just so talented that I feel like she would do something like that. And Usher would be like, nah, she's not going to be in my show. I, You know what, though? I, I will say, I, I think that if you're Usher, it's still your show, right? So you let Alicia Keys, come on, you let her do her thing. You just, you know, she doesn't take over the show. But I know what you're saying. You don't want to be upstage on your own your own show when you're the superstar. But I feel like that Usher is Usher. Like, even if Alicia Keys came out and just crushed it, which would not surprise me at all because she's mega talented, that he gives her her moment, and then he goes back to being Usher. And then, it, and then here's the thing. What you want is, more than anything, you want to walk away from your show saying, I put on a hell of a show, whether it was Alicia Keys doing her thing, whether it was little John showing up, whether it was me singing this song or that song. I want people to walk away saying Usher's show was awesome. So I think if you look at it from that perspective, he'll be just fine with someone coming out, showing out, doing their thing, and then continuing. Well, and he also already has to compete with Taylor Swift attention. So maybe that goes into it as well. But that's the moment in the performance after Alicia Keys comes on, he's like, all right, it's time to take off the shirt. Time to get the ladies going. Time to shift the focus. I wish you could bet on that. Maybe the yes is just like too heavily juiced where they're like, yeah, his shirt's going to come off. Yeah. Or he's going to wear like a wife beater or something that, you know, shows his abs or something. Uh, but any of these other bets, it says total songs performed at the halftime show. The line is set at eight and a half. I don't have a read here. And honestly, I don't really want to do the math. How long is the halftime mm. show? Was it like 30 minutes? It's fairly long. I think, oh man, it's right there. I I don't know. I think, it. and Matt makes a very good point in the chat, which is, are they going to sing the entire song for all no. this? No way. No, it'll just be snippets, right? They'll, they'll sing mm. a few bars, you know, a minute, minute and a half of one song. Boom, they go to another. Then they transition to another. They don't have the time for that. So, you know what? I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. Minus 110. Over eight and a hook. They're not going to be full songs. So, Usher has a massive catalog. I think on his way out, boom, he hits nine. Also, a lot of his songs feel like they could be mashed up quite quickly together. Like, a lot of them have, like, the same upbeat tempo that, you know, you could have a little, yeah, a little OMG, a little Love in This Club. All those kind of go together. So I would not be shocked. Listen to that super sharp handicapping on the Super Bowl halftime show. That's why you guys, folks, uh, you tune in to the Daily Tip for analysis like that. Uh, There are some other props that are peppered in here because we do have over a 1,000 props, I believe, you can bet on for the Super Bowl. Absolutely wild. So how about some of these other ones that are more football-oriented? What will be the first score? Will the game go to overtime or will either team score in the first five and a half minutes? That Mm. one kind of strikes my fancy a little bit. You think we'll see an early touchdown? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be. I mean, why not? I'd take a shot on that. I mean, I'd take a shot on yes at plus 145. Some team comes out. They've got some scripted plays. They get down the field. And all you got to do 
is get a field goal on the board. You've got a couple of good kickers, particularly with Harrison Butker. So at plus money, first five and a half minutes, sometimes you see that teams come out and they get hot and they kind of, once the defense adjusts a little bit, then they settle down and you get a long field goal to start the game. It's three nothing. Yeah, I take that at plus money, plus 145. Sure. Do you think we see a lot of trick plays in the Super Bowl? Like anytime Andy mm. Reid's involved, I tend to think we'll see at least one especially with both of these coaches like Kyle Shanahan offensively is pretty good at scheming up things. And I know that yeah. there is a way you can bet on this where I think, I mean, there's thousands of props. I remember last year it was, will any other or amount of players to complete a pass? And it's like two and a half. So like obviously both quarterbacks. And then if you have one other, do you think we see somebody else throw a pass? Do you think we see a flea flicker or anything like that? I think it's possible. Definitely. Well, I was going to say definitely with the Chiefs, but Kyle Shanahan is no joke either. I know Andy mm -hmm. Reid. We probably give him the advantage as far as a play caller. I understand that for sure. But also, Kyle Shanahan knows offense as well. That's how he's made his mm -hmm. mark in the NFL besides being a head coach. So I feel like in a game like this, when you have two weeks to get ready, one side or the other, and they got the key is it's not just the play, it's picking the right spot for it. The worst thing that you can do is, hey, we have this play, let's just run it. And it doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense in the game flow. So you need to find a time, let's say it's an end around, and then I don't know, Debo Samuel throws down the field if you're the Niners. Well, maybe you do that when you're building off an end around earlier in the game. So they're looking for it again. And, oh, my God, this one's a pass. Or something that makes sense based on the situation. You just don't want to throw it in haphazardly because those are the plays. When we talk about a play or two making a difference, as great as those plays are, sometimes if they don't work, they are disasters. You can lose 20 yards. There can be a fumble and an exchange. And the last thing you want to do is say, I wish I hadn't run that double reverse throw downfield that cost us the game. So you have to be very judicious in how you use plays like that, but I can see it happening for sure. Yeah. Or in recent memory, DeMar Hamlin fake punt play for the bills. Yeah. What are we doing? Come on. That was a bad one. Uh, but it does Terrible. feel like it does set up well. If you have good offensive head coaches, because you have more time to prepare and more time to practice these plays because yeah. you know you have this extra two weeks where i would imagine at the end of the season you know the playbook pretty much inside and out as far as your regular routine plays and you probably want to give them a different look because from a strategy perspective you know they're sitting across the way watching all your game film so i feel yeah. like it would make sense to try to introduce some new looks and some new wrinkles at the super bowl and we've seen some great trick plays like obviously the eagles philly special that one strikes a chord I don't know of any other ones off the top of my head, maybe just because my Super Bowl knowledge is not that deep, but it does make a lot of sense to me the more I think about it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I uh, I think you're right. I, I'm looking at these props and I'm trying to decide if there's any other bet that I like. But I wonder if there's, can you bet on, and I don't know if you know this market at all, can you bet on someone <laughs> besides a quarterback throwing a touchdown pass it's got to be on the board somewhere right well it's probably similar to the one where i know you can bet on the amount of players to throw a pass 
I don't know okay. if it's a touchdown pass. Yeah. Uh, so maybe you can't bet on that, but that's the one that I was referring to is that's the amount right. of players to throw a pass. And it could be in the middle of the field. It could be wherever. But I do think we see a little trickery between one of these mm-hmm. two guys and a play that I feel like we haven't talked about a ton on this show. We have like a minute to, to spare. So I'm going to run it past you. Are okay. we sold on the Chiefs in their second half under trend? They have been super hot. I think they're like mm-hmm. 16 and two, second half under. And the more I look at it, the more I think that the Super Bowl is the perfect spot. Because if either team has a lead, don't you think we see a more conservative half of football? And both of these defenses have been really good in the second half. Look at yeah. the Niners. I know their offense has been great in the second half, but their defense has really put the clamps down, and that's what has allowed them to come from behind in some of these games. And you see the the adjustments at halftime that Steve Spagnolo makes, and those have been good too. Second half yeah. under. Are we on it? I think so. Let's keep following that trend. Remember, the Chiefs didn't score last week in the second half against the Ravens Mm -hmm. and it was because their defense was so good but also the Chiefs had a hard time moving the football so both things happened in that game but I think based on the defenses here that's a trend I would absolutely look at sure Ooh, the card is just getting bigger (laughs) and bigger for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the BetQL network the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts